This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope that y'all are doing well. Um, So I'm still in the series called The Keys to Consistency on the podcast. I introduced that um, a few episodes ago and I talked about motivation for a couple weeks and then I talked about dealing with procrastination. And today I'm going to talk about another key to being consistent. Um, And, you know, we're, we're, we're concerned about consistency because it's consistency that gets us to where we're going. It's not those big, bold, dramatic you know, one week efforts, it's those consistent every day, even if they seem small, regular sticking to habits that might seem small, but over over the days, over the weeks, over the months and years, and even decades accumulate to give us massive results, but only because we become consistent. So what is it that can help us build consistency? Well, one of those things, which I'm going to talk about today, is tracking your goals, tracking your habits, tracking the things you are doing to get to the results you want. So this is where you get to find actually a new way to experience dopamine rushes, okay? So this, you know, we talk about dopamine rushes and dopamine being something that drives our sometimes desires to eat some of those sort of addictive foods. Um, We get this dopamine rush when we taste a certain thing or eat a certain thing. Well, you can actually find a way to get a dopamine rush from tracking your goals. Um, Having a chart, having a checklist, checking off boxes, that actually could give you a little mini dopamine hit um, that's exciting and feels good that in a way that builds your health. Okay. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, you want to have some kind of visual scoreboard that shows you that you're winning. Okay. You want it to be really visible. You want it to be easy to use. Um, and you know, what can this look like? Well, this could be some kind of habit tracker. This could be a page. If you use a paper planner, it can be in there. If you use a digital planner, it can be in there. I used to be all about paper and I, and I still love writing on paper, but paper kind of overtook me and I tried switching to um, a digital planner and it's actually going really well. I use an app called GoodNote and in there I'm able to write out my daily planning pages. I use an, I use like an Apple pen and, and write out everything or Apple pencil, whatever they call it, and write out in handwriting, you know, my day and my plan and my food choices and my goals and my motivations. I do this system every day that kind of keeps me on track. And it's it's been very, very helpful. Um, and, you know, in there, I also have a page where I track my habits. So you may want this to look like an Excel spreadsheet if you're very digital. I don't know what you might want to set it up as. I'm sure there's apps for habit tracking. Um, but that's what it could look like for you. Um, another thing it could look like is maybe um, maybe you wear some kind of digital device that tracks your steps or that tracks your movement. Um, maybe you are logging your food and charting your calories or your macros or doing that somehow. Um, I, you know, have 
reached a point where I go by listening to my hunger and listening to my fullness signals. And that's how I, you know, decide portions. Um, But I do keep a record of whether or not I've consistently listened to those hunger signals or or not. Um, In my habit tracker, I have a column that's for, you know, did I honor my hunger signal is or did I not? And I can check that box if I did that day. If I stopped when I was satisfied instead of overeating, I can check that box. Um, and so, you know, you, you know, may be approaching things that way, or you may be in a, in a phase where you're calorie counting and, you know, everybody has different things that work for them in different seasons. So you get to choose what that looks like for you right now and what works best for you. And then the reality is when you track what you're doing, you can then look back and see if what you are doing works for you. And then you know whether or not to keep doing it or not. So there's just so many benefits to tracking your habits, to tracking what you're doing. Um, And they can really help you stay consistent. So the first step you have to take, though, is to clarify what you actually want to track. What is it that you're going to track as the goalpost? And this is where I warn you not to accidentally track results. Okay, results are things like what you weigh on the scale. Now, you can also track that, but that's not something that is your goalpost. That's not what you're aiming for. You're aiming to achieve habits. You're aiming to achieve consistently practicing decisions that support your health. Okay, those are your goals and those are what you track because when you do those things, that's when you know you're winning. The results you get, the results are what tell you if you've chosen the right goalposts, the right kinds of goalposts, okay? If you're eating the right sorts of things as your goals. And you can change those over time if you're not seeing the results you want. But your goals are the things that you choose to do the decisions you make every day, um, whether you decide to exercise or not, whether you decide to eat this food or that food. Those are what your goals are. And so, you know, every person decides differently what habits and what goals they want to really work on. Um, And of course, I've got so many episodes where I talk about some of the options you have there that that have been shown in studies to be beneficial. And, you know, there's a whole lot of those to listen to if you want to go back. But um, what I'm talking about today is the habit tracking you do in a way that supports you staying consistent. So what is it about tracking them that's helpful? Well, first of all, when you are tracking your habits, your goals, This helps you keep those correct goalposts in sight, okay? It's really easy to forget that the habits that you're doing every day are actually your goals, that that's what decides whether you've achieved success or not, not the results on a scale, okay? Because so when you track these habits every day, then you're reminded every day, oh, these are the goals. The goal is I do this thing, or the goal is I don't eat this thing you know, or the goal is I sleep this much, you know, these are the things to focus on. And so this kind of helps, you know, one thing this does is helps you stay focused on the right things. You make a list of the right things you're going to focus on. And every day you look at that list and see if you're doing them well or not. And then you get to check a box if you did, or not check a box if you didn't. Um, Second, another thing this does when you have a scoreboard like this is it decreases the need for perfection. Because when I you know, when I, you know, my chart, for example, um, I list out a couple different types of exercise I do in separate columns. So I'm not going to hit each, 
all of those kinds of exercise every day. Okay. But my goal is maybe to hit each one of those three days a week. Okay. Like three days a week, I might run three days, three days a week. I might walk with weights three days a week. I might do dedicated weightlifting, you know, three days a week. I might do some bar exercises to strengthen my core, you know, and you know, all of these are not long sessions. It just depends on you know, the day. So, but I'm not going to check all those boxes every day. That's for sure. But my goal is to be able to look and see a whole lot of them filled up. So one missing box on a habit tracker or on a chart like this doesn't derail. What it does is, is you just look and you say, okay, well, I missed that box, but I could check a whole lot of other boxes today. Um, and it really helps you stop the perfectionism in its tracks. Because when you're thinking of perfectionism, you're thinking of all or nothing. And you really have to get outside of that all or nothing thinking. You know, I have one column on my chart, the chart I'm using right now, because I change the chart every so often. Um, but the chart I'm using right now, I have one column that's, um, if I only ate the foods I planned that day, I get to check the box. If I ate on a whim outside of my plan, I don't get to check the box. But whether or not I check that box doesn't mean that I don't get to check the I slept well or I exercised today, you know, boxes. I don't need to throw, you know, I'm less tempted to throw out all of my good decisions because I ate one thing I wasn't planning on eating. Whereas if I'm living in the all or nothing thinking, the perfectionism thinking, I might just throw in the towel when I take one bite of one bad thing. But looking at that visual scoreboard of all the other ways I can win that day really helps keep me on track and decreases my temptation to think in a perfectionistic way. So and perfectionism is really a stumbling block for a lot of us in achieving health changes. So it might help you as well. Um, the other thing it does after, you know, keeping the right goalpost in mind, decreasing the need for perfection, um, it helps you see how much you've accomplished tangibly when you aren't seeing other results yet. So you might have, you know, I usually make my scoreboard or habit tracker, whatever you want to call it, I make it about a month at a time, like Every month or so, I make a new one and start filling those boxes. Now, if I get to the end of the month and I have not seen tangible changes like, you know, um, weight loss or, you know, maybe increased strength or, you know, decreased waist size or something like that, but I can look at this scoreboard and see that I exercised, you know, I ran 15 times that month or I, um, you know, slept well you know, 20 out of 30 nights, I cultivated good sleep habits. Well, then I know that I've been doing things that really serve my health. And I can really feel successful, even if I'm not seeing results. And when you can look at that and see that you have been successful and doing things that support your health, you understand that you may not see all the interior changes in your cells that are happening, because you've made those good decisions. And you can feel really good with accomplishment even if you aren't seeing results that you would like to see on a scale. And that can really keep you consistent. That can keep you going into the next month, knowing that you actually did succeed in building these habits that we know are beneficial. So that's another benefit to tracking your habits and your goals. The next thing is this helps you not forget what you're actually trying to improve. <laughs> like it's actually really easy to forget if you don't regularly look at your habit goals it's really easy to forget that you're working on them. Um, for me, I can really easily slip off of what I'm trying to do 
as my routine every morning and every evening. You know, it's really easy for me to forget that every morning while my coffee's brewing, I want to be doing push-ups. Okay, I just squeeze in, I, you know, I put in a K-cup, I let that coffee brew, and I squeeze in some push-ups while it's brewing. And that's really doesn't seem like a lot, but across the weeks and decades, I think it will be good. I think it'll be beneficial. And I want to have that little mini habit in there. And um, but I would easily forget it if I hadn't written it down and it wasn't in my habit tracker to check off. Um, you know, and there's other things associated with kind of sleep hygiene. You know, am I reading a real book in bed versus am I trying to read something on a screen? You know, those are things that I forget that are important in my overall ability to sleep. And if they're not things I've, if, if I'm making a change and I don't have it written down to track, I forget that I'm making that change. I really do. But then every day I go back and look at that list and I think, oh, I didn't do that. Then the next night comes and I realize, nope, I've got to put the phone across the room and read the book in the bed, not read a screen when I'm trying to fall asleep. So um, just not forgetting is another benefit. So the next thing about tracking your goals is that it really keeps you from quitting. Um, when you want to throw in the towel, because you think, well, I won't get to check these boxes. <laughs> I won't, you know, if I do do this thing, I get to check the box. And sometimes that just that little box check is what keeps you going. And the next thing is, um, this really helps you make decisions about what your habit goals should be. When you have a record, you have data. And, you know, I've talked in previous episodes about how it's helpful to kind of look at your your health changes and your weight loss from the position of a scientist, you know, put on your scientific data hat and stop being, you know, like when you're when you're tracking your weight on a scale, not being emotional about it, but thinking about it from a data standpoint. And when you have um, tracking, when you've tracked what you're doing, you have more data, you can look back and actually see if you did get the results that you achieve, whether they are results you wanted, or whether you know, so if you get results that you want to replicate and continue to see, you can look back and see, well, what did I do this past month that gave me these results? And then you can, when you make next month's, you know, visual scoreboard or habit tracker or whatever, you can put those same habits down again and continue to build on them. Or if you get to the end of the month and you are not seeing the results you want and you look back at your habit tracker and Maybe you see that you did hit all your habits. Maybe maybe there's some habit changes that you need to consider making. And you can kind of look objectively as a scientist and decide what habits do you want to focus on changing and enter into the next month of, you know, experimenting to see, well, what's going to work for you right now and getting the results you want. Um, so these are all the benefits of tracking your goals. These are ways that tr- tracking your habits, tracking your goals, creating a visible and um, fun scoreboard can really help you stay consistent across the long term. Uh, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you're able to stay consistent in making good decisions that support your health. And I hope that you can come back again next week for more. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. Thank you for joining me today. 
If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on the extra helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.